Hello and welcome to the Glass Recording Podcast this week with Ian and Jem, uh, playing new music for you from uh, The Last Tr- Lost Trades, Reuben's Daughters, uh, Charlton Lane of Rosie Smith and Adam and the Hellcats. So uh, plenty of new stuff there. Glad to be back. We'll be talking about uh, what we got up to over the weekend. Uh, also, what to do to keep yourself entertained whilst you're locked up uh, like I've been. Uh, World Cup draw, which was last week and uh, gigs coming up this weekend for you all to go to. Uh, Right, we're going to kick off the show. Uh, This is a track by Ruben's Daughters, and it's called Those Eyes Can't Lie to Me.
We kicked off the show there with uh, Those Eyes Can't Lie to Me, and it was by uh, Ruben's Daughters uh, off their album Marnie Water. And um, uh, hi, Jem. Do, 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 do you know who Ruben's Daughters are? Yes, I, I do. Yes. Paul Erin and stuff. Uh, yeah. And very excited by that. Um, love that track. Haven't heard it before. Um, yeah. And I was aware that the posts were going out saying new he's just dropping this new record and there's a Port Erin record on the way. I know he's been busy recording that as yeah. well. So yeah, really excited. I can't wait to see them live. Um, they are just a, an amazing live band. And do yeah. you think you'll get Ruben's Daughters? I don't in? know. I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind or, or, or Port Erin, you know, but, but um, for Glass and Recording, yeah, I mean, their, their album's coming out in september they're saying but i remember them uh oh well this was well well before covid well before covid i saw yes we saw them at cobblestones and uh also at the hawthorns and they were talking to us back then telling us they were recording their album at the same time so that album uh, not the Ruben's Daughters one, that's been recorded in the meantime, but the Port Erin one, uh, that, that's been recorded a long, long time. I think, yeah, uh, so I don't know what the story is, and I might have this wrong, so forgive me if this is fake news, but he's so, the man is so meticulous in the sound and the textures they want to get. And I remember when he was chatting to us both, actually, how excited he was with it. And I think he might have done a kind of Pink Floyd on us in the sense the perfectionist that the group are, and that's what makes their album so exciting to listen to. He's been reworking stuff. I think he started and then came back to it and then more songs came along. But he's really excited about it. I can't wait for September. That's going to be that's going to be a physical purchase for me when that album comes. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to see Ruben's daughters. I'm trying to work out how and and where to get and see him, really, because his brother's playing in Ruben's daughters with him as well. So uh, that's two two of the three out of Port Erin. So, well, I was going to say that, Ian, you know, it's a bit weird, isn't it? So you've got like, I don't know, a headliner, Port Erin, supported by Ruben Daughters, Ruben's Daughters. You, you kind of, it must be a bit strange supporting yourself and you're the headline <laughs> act. 
that'd be that'd be cool, wouldn't it? Probably the only the only group I've come across doing that so that they support themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, um, yeah. So yeah, we'll look forward to that. Anyway, you've been away on holiday. Yeah, I was went over to Italy. Uh, love the country. It's interesting the differences there to here. I've mentioned this before, actually. Yeah. It was a bit cold. We had great weather, but on the day that we're coming back, we were worried because we're in the mountains that we're going to have to spend a night sort of at sea level, should we say? Because uh, the, the mountains were covered in snow, and on we worried we might not be able to get out of our little lane that we, we, we were based in um but really 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 lovely place um uh everyone still wears masks there really yeah, yeah, and they yeah. check out for covid passes as well uh they still wear do you remember what i mentioned last time they wear their masks very coolly so it's become a fashion a fashion item for for the italians yeah uh, gold encrusted yeah. uh, diamond encrusted uh, face mask, I suspect, over there. In the shape of a suit, a shoe, because they love their shoes, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. shoes, yeah. No, it was a great, great to be there. Caught up with a bit of reading. I read a bit of Bernardina Evaristo. Oh. A book, uh, Lara, which is an autobiography about herself growing up in a kind of mixed race, as it was called in the 70s, uh, community, and the racism that she experienced. And just It made me think back to those times about how blunt everyone is and times are strange at the moment I'm, I'm worried that we're reverting back to this kind of insensitive and rude uh, aggressive times but yeah, music yeah. is the cure it, it is definitely the cure yeah yeah mu music secure anyway uh, we've got lots of new tracks today I'm gonna play um another new one actually uh, this one's by Charlton Lane um he's got um uh, a new album coming out at the end of April called Soul Stew Volume 1 and uh, this track off of it called My Name. Get down Keep out of the night 
right, a bit of summer there by Shanley. I uh, thought we'd give him a bit of a spin. Uh, seeing, and it's, uh, seeing as uh, our last podcast together, we are now in British summertime. So, you know, we better thought better play that track, you know. Evenings are lighter now. Well, you could also call it British Shanley time. Yeah, British Shanley time. Yeah, might as well. That's good. Well, well as you know, I've been locked up with COVID over the last... Uh, I'm, I'm Got got away with it now, um, but um, yeah, it's uh, what you know. One of the things, obviously, we weren't, weren't very well at times, but other, you know, you're sat, you're in for like ten days or so, getting bored, and it's trying to keep self entertained uh, during COVID. What do you do? What do you do? I mean, um, you know, we did. Yeah, we was doing the cook, the uh, wordle every day. That was one thing. And then my uh, my son Kieran's told us a new one, which is called Quirdle. We've been doing, which is uh, you you solve four Quirdles, four Wordles in one go. Uh, and it's like the other one; it's not a pay one. It's just like you get on and do it every day, and you get nine nine goes to sort solve four Wordles that all use the same letters at the same time, which is quite interesting quite good fun i uh, have never ever completed a wordle uh, as much as i love <laughs> the idea i can't do it my my dyslexic head does not work but it, i like giving it a go and then after about three hours and i've only got two letters and the five um and then i get really impatient with it i just put in any words i make up words five words you know and go, i don't know let's try and make one up now trian t-r-i-a-n trian just made it up uh and i put it in and then word will go not a word not a word and then i can get more involved in that game making up not a word and just having it being rejected the the fear of failure it helps me overcome the fear of failure by making up my own words yeah i know but but it's, it's you're trying to keep yourself entertained i think we were we we uh we're going through all the Wes Anderson movies, uh, watching them, um, so uh, from start to finish, and of course, like you you know, because everyone's like you go, oh yeah, we've seen watched you know during all the COVID times, everyone's seen all the Star Wars, everyone's seen all the Marvel movies, everyone's seen all you know all the series of movies. He thought thinking, well, not, series not of- everyone. Well, no, 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 but you know what I say, but um. <laughs> You know, we're thinking, well, whatever. So, like, Wes Anderson was quite a good one because it's quite because he's such an interesting movie maker. You can see from if you watch his early movies, you can see how his style develops and changes and evolves during, you know, from one movie to the next to the next. You know, Rushmore was one of the early ones, and that's quite good. And and what I didn't realise on on a um, couple of the early movies, I know uh, the act, the actor Owen Wilson was in it, but I didn't realise he was a co-writer uh, on it. He hasn't really written much movie-wise since then, which is bizarre because he's sort of like working early Wes Anderson films as a co-writer. So uh, uh, what w- helped establish him. So it's a bit weird that he didn't. So here's a question for you, Ian. I know that you're a film buff and I always like hearing about your phone f- film recommendations. Do you, for, in a cinema, do you go straight out as soon as the credit's out to get out so you can get in the car park? Or do you like to sit there until the credits are finally finished? 
Oh, we we watch um yeah we watch a lot of the credits. Depends how good the music is as well. If it's just like music and uh, but quite often now there's a lot of clips uh, within um the um uh you know after credits at the end of the film as well. Uh, so yeah, it is worth staying on for them. Uh, one thing I've just uh, I found out a couple of days ago. Um, we one one of the ones we me and Karen went to the cinema for the Sparks Brothers uh, movie, which is really good. That's just appeared on Netflix now. Yeah, uh, they haven't really made a song dance of it, but um, it's on there. If anyone wants to watch it, I highly recommend it. If you know, it's a, a really good quirky uh, movie made by our, our local uh, film director. Anyway. This Glastonbury town ain't big enough for both of us. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's really good. Well worth watching. And it's, you can see it's that. Good, good. I never was a great fan of Sparks. And no. even though I really respect and really like them. Yeah. It's just, you know what it was like when you're growing up and you're hearing the charts in, in, in our day? Uh, I say our day because I'm sure you were around when some of the pops was on. Uh, it was the only music programme uh, until the Tube or Channel 4 came along. But you, when you got a song that was at number one for six or seven weeks, it used to do my head in, and that's what happened with Spark. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. Being in the charts, so it kind of put me off for decades. But with this movie, I'm kind of interested. So, yeah, you reckon uh, it's one for me to watch? Do you? Yeah, really, really well worth watching. I mean, I'm not, I would not a massive uh, Sparks fan, but you know, it's it's a really interesting, fun movie, and there's like uh, animations within it, and there's a lot of half truths or lies and stuff made up in it which makes it interesting through the movie trying to work out what's true what's not true and uh and they're they're two both the brothers who are the sparks brothers they're both larger than life characters in their own way you know they both so they're it's that's what makes it interesting because they're they're because of their characters you know and they haven't aged have they i mean they still look the same as they did in the sort of late <laughs> 70. Yeah, yeah, and, and they've got there's no real... one like them. Well, no one, ever, no one will ever be like them again. They, they are absolutely incredible. They're really good musicians, apparently, as well. Yeah, really... yeah, yeah. And it's interesting seeing how how they make their music um, as well. So, uh, yeah, no, really good. All right. Um, well, we'll play some more music. Uh, this is by uh, Rosie Smith, who's a young local musician from Street, uh, and and making some waves. Actually, uh, this is track first called Breakfast for Dinner Tonight.
realigned I act like I think it's time No phone All alone Small rope Pull it slow But you Wide away. 
I'm in good company. So here's to you, you my amigo. There's no measure to the happiness you bring. A remedy for all my woes. You bring the sunshine like the daffodils in spring. track there uh, by a new one by the lost trades as well um uh called daffodils which is uh, another track that's suitable for this time of year really you know seeing as they're from Froomeway and you're getting the Mel's daffodil festival and all that this time of year so it's quite a, a, a appropriate song i think two um local records to be proud of i love i love the title of rosie smith's uh, single breakfast for dinner tonight it just kind of rings nicely in, in my head yeah. nice production on it and lost trades they're just getting better and better i think their voices are, yeah. are really good harmony so yeah good to have them back and good to find out more about rosie smith yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna try and go out my way to see um lost trade sometime because uh i never got to see them at glass recording because obviously i was stuck on the door uh but i heard so many great things about how how good they were live uh and you know just the way they work their vocals and lyrics and their stage performance together it's you know it's you know it's quite enthralling to see so uh they're an act that i'd like to go and see for sure yeah, and seeing the way they're developing, their, their songs are craft, crafted now, and you can see that the, the band members themselves are all putting their own their own bit into the songs. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm a big fan of the group. Yeah, well, wh- while you were in Italy, um, yeah. I bet there wasn't much focus on the World Cup draw on the TV there, was there? Because they got knocked out. <laughs> Mas- Is it Moldova or Macedonia? I can't remember. North, North, uh, Mold- Mas- North, North Macedonia. North Macedonia. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I, um, I kind of look at the uh, 
Guardian app. It's a really nice way of sort of finding out what's happening in music. So I found the whole draw really interesting. And I just happened to be at the moment when the draw was being made. It took ages, though, didn't it? Because I was clicking oh, yeah. on my phone and it took absolutely ages before the draw came out. So what, what do you think? What are your thoughts about Qatar not in the summer 2022? Yeah, Qatar. Yeah, it's going to be weird having a, a winter World Cup, isn't it? You know, but, you know, uh, I don't know. We we can't. I mean, I mean, the whole thing about having it a different time of year is it's different to the debate of, you know, whether that that country should have it or not. I mean, if other countries want it in in the southern hemisphere uh, or other parts of the world, there's no reason we shouldn't be trying everything to accommodate other countries and other other areas to have the World Cup. You know, um, and so that is separate from the, the the whole debate of whether Qatar should have held the World Cup or not, uh, the time the timing of it. Um so yeah, we and it'd be interesting having it mid season. It'd be it'd be weird. It's gonna be quite exciting to have a World Cup final week before Christmas, you know. So um uh what one one of the funny things it was I was listening to a football fo- podcast the other day and they were saying like um you know in the summer you know, when England score, everyone's throwing beer up in the air over each other. What are they going to be doing? Throwing, throwing Baileys and eggnog in the air at Christmas? No, no, but it's obvious. You throw sand, sand up in the air. <laughs> sand up in the air. Yeah, it's going to, yeah, so um, you know, everyone will be like, you know, um, trying their hardest to get out of Christmas shopping and stuff like that for the World Cup. And, it know. looks a good draw. I, I'm quite excited. I mean, I like, I just, I love things like, um, you know, having the United States with Iran in the same group and uh, yeah. England have never played Iran. Uh, so, you know, I like seeing lots of different nations around the world, but I do think this is the end of when this was originally announced or what the, the actual World Cup was given to Qatar, it was done... I, I think the idea of bringing football to the whole world is great, but I think there has but, to be some sort of qualifications that you have to have... Yeah, I know, I know. ...before you're allowed to be eligible for it. But um, Exactly, anyway. exactly. And, um, you know, and, and this is why I'm really conflicted about Iran being in the World Cup because, you know, they, they in their World Cup warm... In their World Cup matches to qualify... The, the two before, and especially the last game in Iran, there was 2,000 women that they turned away from the game. They won't let any women. So if we're trying to bring football to the world and football to, and they've already were sanctioned by FIFA for it and put under. So FIFA, you know, you can't have half the world, which world's population, which is women <laughs> excluded or uh, half of the countries excluded from going to a match you know or, or That's excluded totally, from totally with you. um talking of movies there was a and I, I don't remember the title it's a really good iranian film yeah uh, they've got a really good film and music i've seen there there's an iranian film literally about that it was focusing it was a, a fictional story about this uh, football mad young woman wanting to go to see football and trying to smuggling herself in and that was the story how she tried to get to the ground and how disappointed she was she was just basically a football fan yeah. and she managed to sneak in and the family didn't like it but it was really poignant especially from you know what what you've said that's happened recently yeah um, so that's why i quite like watching mo- international movies because you actually do get a part of the culture um uh, my partner um, was being, being making fun of me because saw a film from uh, from georgia that was made in this village it was the whole thing 
was just about the kind of almost the poverty going on with this village and how they discovered this big owl, which was the shape size of a robin, tiny robin. And, and um, it's just one of those movies that I don't think anyone would get, but I really enjoyed it because uh-huh. I like the montage of how people live. I quite like movies for that. No, no, no. It's good. And you, you get educated on other parts of the world and how people live their lives, really. You know, it's a, a great way of discovering it. You know, there's lots of good stuff. And I'm sure we'll find a lot more, like, coming up to that. The good thing about the, the World Cup, um, you do learn a lot about other nations as well, you know, and, um, you know, they do look more into that. Whereas you probably don't so much on, on the Olympics. Someone will just pop up. They don't tend to focus much on countries. They'll focus more on the person. Whereas, like, in a World Cup, if there's new countries there, it's that's it's going to be quite interesting, you know. Absolutely. You've got a team of 11 people, loads of characters. You've got the yeah. management. You've got the crowd. Uh, and seeing the celebrations or, or the sadness when they've won a game or a goal has been scored, and as well as that, you know, and it's 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 it's, it's really brilliant. The, the commentating is where you get a nation that wins a game, and then they sort of show the commentator from that particular country, sort of, you know, shouting out "goal" for fifteen minutes. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I love all that. So I'm looking forward to that side of it. No, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, how many years of hope have we? Have we got? I have no idea. Oh, no, oh, I, I uh, 66, 50, 56 years now. Okay, and counting. And, and counting. All right, let's play uh, some more records. This is another new track um, by Adam and the Hellcats uh, they've sent to us, and it's called Demons.
that was uh, Method Actors by Droogs and um, it was one or two Ukraine benefits uh, on this weekend um, uh, a good one in Bristol at Louisiana um, uh, there is a Lonely Tourist playing there um, Miss Keel and Droogs uh, amongst loads of other acts so that's quite a good one uh, there's a, a really good one at the King Arthur as well with uh, Evanson, SBW, Shanley, who we played earlier, uh, DJ Drama Queen, um, and lots of other stuff going on there from five o'clock. So a couple of uh, benefit gigs there. Um, uh, one of your favourite acts, uh, Will, and... Uh, oh, God, I've gone out of my head now. Uh, Will Cartwright? No, no. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, no, Will, yeah, Will's, sorry, yeah, that's right, sorry. Yeah, Will's playing the King Arthur on uh, Thursday. Uh, you've got uh, Grizzly and the Grasshoppers at the King Arthur on Friday. Uh, that's what I was going to say, Will. Oh, that's why I was getting confused, because I had Will written down in one spot. And then I've got uh, Willie and the Bandits, who you like. They're playing the Bridgewater Arts Centre on Friday. So uh, that's, that's uh, one going on there. Uh, legendary Snake, Snake, Snake playing the Riflemans on Saturday. Uh, Strange Folk are playing the uh, King Billy on Saturday. And um, Steve Carroll, uh, uh, Steve Henderson and Polly Carroll are playing the King Arthur 
on Sunday as well. So uh, lots going on this weekend for people. Yeah, no, it's very exciting. It's good to see lots of music going on. Uh, I quite, you've got me in the mood for watching the legendary Snake 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 again. Mm. <laughs> they, again, are one of those acts. Almost we talked about Sparks earlier. I think they fit into that category. There's no one quite like them. They, no, they no. Of, they're an eyes wide open band. I think. Yeah, yeah, and lots of lots of uh, lyrics and songs that make you laugh as well. If you listen to to the lyrics, uh, well, you don't even have to lift, listen to them carefully. Uh, the, yeah, the Bowie song, you know, uh, that's really good fun, you know. So, um, uh, yeah, they, they lots of good stuff going on there as well. Are you up to much a weekend? Uh, it's, a, it's one of those weird weekends, actually. So, you, you know me, I've either got nothing to do or it's doom and gloom. So Saturday I'm working. Uh, uh, if anyone wishes to go to Yeovil Library on Saturday, you'll, uh, you'll might see me there. There's a dad's club. So if you've got uh, a young one and you want to give a partner a rest or just a, a grandparent wants to take kids out, pop down to Yeovil Library for dad's club. Um, really, really good. Lots of That's good. You, you can teach all those dads to show how their kids to play Wordle. Uh, well, no, I don't do that. <laughs> The thing is, the kids are playing all these games and I'm really jealous. So you get things like messy play. So you've got like spaghetti or jelly and you get your hands all dirty. And of course, you know, I'm professional. So you've got to let the families do it. But afterwards, I kind of love when I tidy up. I love getting my hands messy when I'm on my own, getting all <laughs> spaghetti on me, thinking, oh, I wish I was a kid again. I'm doing that. And then I'm unfortunately heading up to London because um, my uncle passed away during COVID times. And oh just going to just have a, a, a remembrance family get together but it'd be nice to remember happy times it's in south london used to go up on on sundays with my mum and dad and we'd all hang out together so yeah it'll be a nice nostalgic memory but not not the it's, it won't be an unhappy day but it's no no no, no 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 it's six good. hours of driving to get there and back and i don't like i try to get a train there's no trains early enough that will get me to london no know? so i'm having to drive there you go what no, I know it's it's not. I that... bet you got more fun activities than I've I've just. No, well, I'll probably go to something that's on, especially to probably go to the Ukraine benefit gig uh, on the Saturday. I would think so at the Arthur, uh, because we're down Bristol the following week. So, um, obviously, got to watch the pennies. The amount of you travel up somewhere and back now, uh, and as well, um, our favorite one of our favorite sporting events is on this weekend as well, which is the. Um, US Masters, so uh, we'll be watching the golf. Yeah, you're both golf fanatics, you two, aren't you? Oh, we love the we love the Masters. It's one of my favourite of any. I think sport what I love now. about you, Ian, as a, as a soulmate, is you're just into any sport, and I I kind of share that love as well. I don't necessarily understand the games, but I no, any sport no. could be on. We've had this conversation before, haven't we? Yeah, I just get into stuff. I just love getting into. Uh, whatever it is, and cheering the underdog on usually. Um, yeah, so yeah, well, have well, 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 yeah. There's well, the, the the really interesting thing now is uh, about about the the golf is the fact that um, Tiger Woods has come back after 13 months after having a car accident, and nearly losing his leg, and everyone thought, oh, that's it, his career's over. And of course, he'll probably he win at, it now, won't he? At, at that age, his career's over, and yeah. and now he's on there. He's he's playing. It's just, and he's he's ripped. He's absolutely he's he's top half of his spot. I'm looking at him now on the TV now, and he's just built like a blooming ox, you know. 
Uh, yeah, it's good for him. Massive, yeah. Anyway, have a great weekend, everyone. Yeah, and, and you. And we'll do it again soon. Yeah, yeah. take care. We'll do it again. And uh, bye, everyone. We're going to finish yeah, up. Bye, the everyone. Show have a good with, week. With a bit of snake, snake, snake. Hey. Country. Used to hide my accent cause I thought that folk might judge me Then there came the day when I first tasted scrumpy I knew right there and then that there was no other home for me I'm